Hello, and welcome to the Night Sun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Liv, and I'm here because if I don't talk to someone about this goddamn chapter, I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I'm Katie, and my boyfriend has just left after being here in lockdown for seven months. So I was searching for some nice romance, and I certainly didn't get it in this chapter, so I'm annoyed as well. <laughs> oh man, okay, so we're gonna be discussing chapter seven, Melody. And we were right, it is about it the is. lullaby. That is, we were, our predictions mm. were correct. It's a short mm. chapter. They've all been like 60 pages yeah. and this one is 20 yeah. pages and not a lot happens once again. And yeah. it's like, okay, quick, quick we could have merged some chapters here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, should we start with our favourite quotes and then we'll get into summary because yeah. we've got a lot to summarise. Cool. Would you like to start? Okay, so my favourite quote is. Um, it's a, it's a good one. I remember highlighting it and being so very, very happy that I found it. Emmett and Jasper were in the middle of an elaborate game of chess, utilising eight joined boards spread out across the glass back wall and their own complicated set of rules. They wouldn't let me play. Only Alice would play games with me anymore. <laughs> They're playing 4D chess! <laughs> I love it. Absolute nerds. It made me really happy. I just think that's actually hilarious that they've got like four back-to-back eight chess boards and I assume the same number, like, eight times the pieces as well, right? You know? Uh, yeah, you'd expect. I have to, ex- I yeah. have to assume. <laughs> I like that Emmett um, has, like, a favourite night yeah. and stuff. It's very I mean, good. <laughs> I'd say, out of all the, pi- of all the um, pieces, besides the Queen, because obviously the Queen's my favourite, I actually really like pawns. I think they're really cute. Mm. Like, Yeah, I'm not a nerd, so I don't know anything about sorry, chess. Um, we clearly weren't trying to... <laughs> attract the intellectual types when you were in school yeah i was i'm sorry i wasn't trying to date the incels like you i dated not one but two chess players in my time oh god my favorite one was she sketched out a wordless discount two octaves above the melody because it's just very gay alice adds to bella's lullaby and makes it prettier because as i've said many times in this podcast alice is in love with bella it's some, it's some Alice love, and I love it. Oh, I mean, I will say, it becomes quite obvious that Alice is just fully in love with Bella this chapter. Yeah. I, I know that's not, that's not what Esme is trying to do, but, like, every single time I'm like, Alice, tone it down, have a boyfriend. I know. Like, Damn, girl. I think Emmett says at some point, like, Alice is obsessed, as obsessed with her as you are, and I'm like, yeah, she is. Yeah. Why does Alice have to take her car to her? Why can't Edward do it? He gave Edward her keys. Oh. Edward couldn't possibly, you know, because he's too busy pining, I guess. So, chapter summary. Yeah, Edward starts in school. Edward sits in his car, hot boxes Bella sent for a good hour. And has some adult feelings about that. Um, Oh, yeah! It's not Mm. explicit, it's not anything that I'm like, Mm. yuck, like, it's not a lot, but he's definitely there having some, like, adult feelings about Bella, um, and... Picturing her in the fantasies that Jessica pictured her and Edward in is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, so basically Edward um, has no sense of personal boundaries whatsoever. No. And he heard every... He has explicitly said that he can tune people out, so mm-hmm. he chose to find this out about um, with Jessica. Jessica basically just had, you know, fantasies about, you know, kissing him, having cuddles, you know, things like that. And other things we're assuming because he very quickly snaps himself out of a certain fantasy mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay It's simply a bit much for me It's simply a bit much for me, bro It's a lot, shall we say um, <laughs> Edward has so, yeah. four kissy-kissy fantasies 
at mm-hmm. our palace. Mm-hmm. And it comes into his car and it's like, oh damn, Mel's in here. And yeah. uh, Edward hisses at him because he's a yeah. cat person. Yeah, full cat boy. <laughs> he keeps hissing and growling at people. He does, he does a lot of hissing and growling in this chapter. Just he at does. people. It's they weird. go, yeah, then they go back to the Cullen house and we get to see, we'll yes. get into it, but we get to see the Cullen family hobbies, which is nice. Yes. Uh, nice. And then Edward composes Bella's lullaby, which is cute, There's and Alice comes in. God awful characterisations for Rosalie. Yeah, well, that's our main thing, I assume. We'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, that is. Um, but mm-hmm. quick summary then he goes, uh, who's coming? Who, wait, who was coming? It's Jack. Peter and Charlotte. Yeah, Peter and Charlotte I have no are coming. Idea who they are. They're like people that Jasper knew, right? And they're not vegetarian, oh. but the Cullens vibe with them for some reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's well. fine. Um, yeah, so they go on. So Emmett and Edward go on a hunting trip, and like they race get back to get back before mm. Peter and Charlotte get here because he doesn't trust Bella to not be dead. Um, <laughs> and there's some nice like Emmett and. Um, Edward bonding stuff where they just have a chat while they're hunting mm-hmm. um, and it takes down a big old bear which is fun um, yes it's very cute he has a great time ripping that bear and then shreds. Edward be um, climbing in her window um, yep again we'll get into it properly but taking three specifically to get into her window silently um, just, yeah I've got, just some, cause. I've got some things to say about that right there Fantasizing about touching her lips is a lot. Oh, a where should we start, Liv? Oh, but I must protect her, so I really hope that this pair of nomadic vampires stay in Hawks extra long just so I have the excuse to stay in her room. Yeah, Great. like a creep. Oh, and he discovers that Bella's randomly been walking into the woods at night, which we stand. Yeah, and he's like, oh my god, why would she be doing that? And I'm like, maybe she wants a walk? I don't know. Yeah, good for her. We love. Yeah, good for her. I mean, bad for her. Bella, don't go in the woods at night. I love you, but please don't. Um, How but, does he yeah. know that it's at night, though, right? Because it's just her scent that's about. Maybe she just went for I think a maybe walk. it's fresh. Maybe it's a oh. fresh scent. Like, yeah. I don't think your scent can stay... Yeah. Something like that long, right? She essentially just went into her back garden, right? Like, yeah, basically. There's a wood near Bella's back garden, and she went and she sat among the ferns in the rain for a little bit, which I think is just adorable. Good vibes, yeah. Like, great vibe. <laughs> Bella's so cute, I love her. She's so cute. Alright, let's talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if. Yeah, let's talk about the Rosalie stuff, I'm thinking. Yeah. There's no more Would you like to intro it? Would you like to. <sighs> tell people if you're not reading along it's a doozy mm. i'll let Liv explain right. <laughs> so basically rose is annoyed at edward mm-hmm. she doesn't want him to know why she's annoyed edward so she just is screaming insults at him mm-hmm. in her mind yes right? that, me too <laughs> which i mean fair enough i was also doing that this chapter then they get back edward sits down at the piano esme basically explodes with joy and he starts composing and, like, obviously, while he's composing, he's thinking of Bella and her chocolate brown eyes and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And hair like seaweed, which, okay. <laughs> You've always wanted your hair to be compared to seaweed, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then Rosalie gets so annoyed that her thought breaks through. And Edward laughs at her. And there's a bit of, like, hinting at what it is for a few pages. And then, finally, Edward tells us that, basically, um, let me let me just let me just read, read a thing to you. Yeah, let's get the verbatim. With Rosalie, it was always about vanity. Like, oh, right, okay. And then she gets really annoyed with him because she's like, why did you read my thoughts? Why can't you give me, like, 
a little bit of privacy just for once in my life. Mm-hmm. And I read that and I thought it was like, oh yeah, she's just Bella's pretty and she's pretty too. But no, it's worse yeah. than that. <laughs> no, no, it's worse than that. Um, so basically, because Rosalie has only ever been valued for her beauty her entire life, she literally can't handle someone else thinking that someone else is attractive, especially Edward, because he's an attached. She's really upset that since she got turned, he's never found her hot. He's only considered her as a sister, and now he fancies Bella. And literal quote, Rosalie was mostly offended that I found some insignificant human girl more appealing than her. So, uh, it's it's awful characterization. I, like, this book is working very hard to make me dislike Rosalie, and like, yeah, I dislike her now. This is not mm-hmm. a like this is not a likable character. No. Uh, but on a much more real level, this is also something that I felt when I was 17. <laughs> like, I don't think it's good characterization, and I don't think it's like, mm. I don't think they're trying to make us like Rosalie, which sucks, because I do love her normally. Um, I think yeah. this book is working very hard to be like, Rosalie sucks. She's not just like a mm. different personality, she actively sucks, which I don't like. But, yeah, I'm like, I get the like, I want boys to be attracted to me, even if I'm not attracted to those boys, like, mentality, mm. like... It's nice, but like that should like I don't like that that's her only personality trait, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I can't really. I was very ugly when I was seventeen. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I flourished in uni, and that was it. And I can't believe people are like, "Oh yeah, that you look nice." I'm like, fool. <laughs> I'm still Idiot, an awkward teenager in my mind. <laughs> I came my growth spurt when I was thirteen. Was taller than all the boys for like a good few months, which was actually a good time. But then, mm. like, in my head, I'm just that, like, weird, gangly 13-year-old, like, forever Yeah. Now. I feel like it's a generalisation, but I feel like boys in the north are short. Uh, so I had to wait yeah. to move 300 miles across the country to find cute boys taller than me. <laughs> um, but it's true, a lot of the lads in my school were quite short. Yeah, and I, I was taller than a lot of them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it might be a generalisation, it might just be mine and Katie's schools that we went to, that's where all the short lads went, but, you know... <laughs> Something kind of water up here, making us tiny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but our water tastes so good, though. So true, so true. I know most of our followers are American, so this means nothing to you. But for us, we both went to uni, like, basically the southest place you can get in the UK. And we're from, like, pretty high up in the north. The north has soft water, the south has hard water, and the south sucks. The water's gross. Do you even know the actual pain of being hungover, going to get a glass of water and it tasting of horrible rocks? It having, like, a film on the top. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Uh, anyway. So really, I understand the, the, the Cullen struggle with yeah. thirst, because I have truly yeah. felt that thirst struggle when I went to uni for three years and didn't drink water a day that I was there. Katie <laughs> and I lived together, and I used to have to be like, are you, drink- are you drinking anything? And she'd be like, I have a smoothie, and I'm like, oh! I have a smoothie and I have juice and I shan't drink this horrible film water. So I get it, Edward. Sometimes things smell real good to me too and I do be thirsty. I can relate. Back to back to Rosalie. I don't like that this is her only character trait. I don't like that her entire thing is just that she is vain and jealous because also you can't say that like she has this huge motherly instinct because if we're going to take this to this extreme then like would she not be jealous of her own baby or something if it got more attention than her? Like, 
Could we not have made this, like, so easily? Like, she's jealous of Bella because, as we all find out in Eclipse, she has everything that Be- that Rosalie wants, which, yeah. like, Emmett does touch on. Like, they say that Rosalie would give up anything, even Emmett, to be human, which is sad, but mm. I like the, the yeah. implication that your partner's not above every single one mm. of your desires always, you know? It's not doesn't come up yeah. very often in Twilight. It's kind of nice to see someone not giving up their entire life for their boyfriend. Um, yeah. But could that could we have not have made it that and like there's maybe there's a little element of pettiness in it like why does uh, yeah. Edward find her hot and not me hot Ugh, that's annoying yeah move on like a funny passing comment fine but her yeah. whole her whole reason to want to kill Bella because Edward yeah. finds her hot is weird it doesn't yeah. make sense for like... someone that values her human life so much yeah. She's like, hey, so um, I've decided I'm going to become the hottest person in the universe by simply killing everyone that's hotter than me. <laughs> and, like, the book explains it in a way that basically it didn't matter about Jasper and Carlisle and she met them because they had boyfriends and they, sorry, they had girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Some of them had boyfriends. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had, they were attached and Rosalie apparently really, really respects relationships, which, yeah, fair enough. We love um, that. We hate a girl that interferes. We do love that. Yeah, we do. It'll be, oh, can you imagine if Carlisle turned her and she was media like, save your wife, Peggy. <laughs> oh my god. Not great. <laughs> um, but basically, Rosalie was not bothered about Jasper or um, Carlisle. Because she loves a committed relationship, yeah. She does. But to her, she was like, but I don't get why Edward doesn't like me. But she didn't even like Edward. That was the thing, is that Carlisle changed her for Edward and they were both like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then she found Emmett. I would, I'd find this more compelling as a storyline if she didn't have Emmett. If it was literally that she'd never found anyone and Edward had never found anyone and she was just basically upset that, like, yeah, you know, his found one wasn't her. I'd be, you know, that's, that's sad, but a deep storyline, you know? Like, that's really upsetting to have mm-hmm. to be in love with someone that you see every day that doesn't love you back. But yeah. to literally just be like, oh yeah, she has literally a husband that she's married multiple times. And apparently has an, a very intense physical relationship with. Ooh la la. Which we do know. They've bulldozed several houses. Yeah. By doing the do in them. Which I think is hilarious. Keep doing what you're doing. You crazy kids. We love that. But. Queen and king. You can't be like, oh, and they're so devoted to each other. That they'd never look at anyone like that. And have her be annoyed that someone doesn't fancy her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's, there's just too many things with Rosalie that don't make sense to me it's so i think what it is is it's very obvious that it's doing it to create conflict for edward which is fine you do need to create conflict in a narrative yeah but then it's like why can't we do that by like creating a whole character and giving her real motivation for why she's like yo stay away from this girl i don't i got my life ruined i don't want you to ruin this girl's life yeah and also she's pretty and it annoys me like that's fine have it as like a fun like yeah character flaw trait whatever but it doesn't have to be her whole thing come on her whole reason you know what i would find more compelling if if rosalie was upset with edward because she thought that he'd hurt her Mm -hmm. you know if she was like either you're not gonna be able to control yourself which you know obviously would be a big trick for rosalie yeah either you're not gonna be able to control yourself or you know you're gonna have to break her heart one day because she's not gonna age with you or i don't like being a vampire and apparently you're going to turn this girl into a vampire and I don't like that. Any of those reasons, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Emmett had a Sad nice chat with Edward about that. she's prettier than me. Um, 
they're, they're on this like we brother bonding trip um and Emmett's so like cute. yo so you're being weird and Edward's like I'm not weird and then he says at him a few times and she, he's like whoa dude calm down like making fun lighthearted jokes and he's like how dare you make a single joke he's like hmm she smells good and he's like in this chapter he's like fighting a fo- he's full on fighting a bear right mm-hmm. help the bear, the bear <laughs> help, help the bear <laughs> don't be just go read it <laughs> um, so he he's fighting a bear um, doesn't think because I'm a baby yeah. he's, he's a cute little dumbass um, speaking of that bear he gets clawed like, yeah sorry you finish your thing he gets clawed and his only thought is oh hell Rosalie gave me this shirt <laughs> that is cute so cute. Something so cute. I don't like so much about, and this is kind of an Edward perception thing, but like, mm. it's very fun to be like, Emmett's a himbo, because he is, and we love him. But also, like, he's giving Edward good points. He's like, cool, so you turn mm. her into one of us, or you kill her, or you lose her one day when she gets old, and he's like, oh gee, Edward, like, Emmett just never thinks. Like, Emmett has no thoughts. All he knows is punch, punch, punch. And Emmett's like, here are your three options, dude. Pick one. And he's like, what a stupid man. I love him, my brother, but he's stupid. And it's like, Emmett's given some pretty good points and you're being very dismissive. (laughs) Yeah, Emmett isn't stupid. He's actually very, he's just pragmatic. Like, he is, and I'm not going to say he's brutally honest because, I mean, I think people who are brutally honest are more concerned with being brutal than being honest, Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion. Mm -hmm. But he is just, he's pragmatic and he's literally saying like, look, you have to make a decision mm-hmm. now before it's too late because, and he's composing a lullaby for her, let's be real, everyone knows he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Emmett thinks he's weird anyway because he's like, I don't get it. And then he imagines her as a, as a vampire and it's like, maybe. Yeah, kind of hot. I kind of hate that, yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is so cute. And then Edward hisses at him again, obviously. Emmett's like, your girl's um, kind of hot and he's like, stay back, you fiend. <laughs> Like queen, he's like wow. Not now, but if she had red eyes, ooh. Oh, Emmett's got a red eye kink. He's like, eh, she's kind of pain. Wait, red eyes. Oh, I'm into it. Yeah, I'd hit that. Red, red eyes and red eyes and even paler skin. Oh yeah, that's that's my thing. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, I like that he's like, how are y'all he... gonna bang? And Edward's like, I can't even yes. think of that. And he's like, yeah, but like it's kind of important. Like it doesn't have to be the main thing in your relationship, yes. but it is kind of important if you want a physical relationship, bro. <laughs> Like, what what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. You need to make some decisions here. Yeah, and the reason why this starts is because Edward is pouting around and stomping about like a little baby. Mm-hmm. And Emmett is just like, hey, bro, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. And then Edward goes on the biggest rant about how mortal mortals are. Yeah. He's like... It's kind of in the name, bro. Imagine... That's what a mortal is. Um. Yeah. Just imagine for one minute that Brisley was a human and it... And she could run into a bear, or get hit by a car, or lightning, or fall downstairs, or get sick. Get a disease! <laughs> Topical humor. Fires and earthquakes and tornadoes. Ugh. <laughs> When's the last time you watched the news? Have you seen the kind of things that happen to them? Burglaries and homicides. And then he gets really annoyed at the thought of a human hurting Bella. Because a human, too far. A vampire, fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, so this is the, like, lead into his justification of going to her house again. Except... La- oh like, God. last time he went to her house, I was like, okay, I get that he has to go to her house because that's already established as a plot point. The best way to do that is for him mm-hmm. to have this very realistic anxiety spiral. Still not forgivable, but, like, understand. Mm. Like, 
sympathize but don't condone you know we've been over it disclaimer mm-hmm. a load of times yeah um in this mm-hmm. there's none of that he's like so i bought this special grease so that i could open her window silently and then i crept in and i wanted to touch her lips and it's like what are you there for like yeah. at most if so, he like I ran up a say. tree checked that she was in bed and okay uh-huh. and then left like fine i guess not good yeah. but like come on yeah so part of his justification is that the nomads are coming soon and he's like but that her blood is just so sweet that he, they won't be able to resist. I'm like, okay, so you're drawing attention to her health by hanging out there. Yeah. Very cool. Also, um, if anyone's watched The Fall, it's on Netflix. It was a BBC show, I, I believe. It's an incredibly good TV show. It is about a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that he does. Like, that scene when he's, like, greasing up the window and climbing in. Yeah, that's literally the thing that happens in The Fall, and that's a serial killer that's doing that. Yeah, it's, it's played, creepy. He's played so. by Jamie Dornan, who is fabulous, but, like... <laughs> oh, and Edward. <laughs> An Edward fanfic. <laughs> oh, God, don't. Jamie Dornan's my favourite like, Edward. <laughs> you know, I would I would recommend watching The Fall, although massive, massive, massive trigger warning for anyone that is uneasy about, like, murder, like, violence and sexual assault, basically. Like, you know, if that, if that would trigger you in any way please don't watch it because watch with caution basically but and if you're under 16 don't watch i don't know if we have any under 16s listening to this but we do we have quite a few we have like we have quite a big age range it's nice to see you guys all interact with our social media it's very cute thank you um speaking of just wanted to drop this here while we've made a natural segue uh we have a red bubble shop now Mm. if you want anything with our logo on I've got a cute little laptop sticker. There's some other stuff on there as well. It's just Midnight Fun Pod on it's Redbubble. So cute. If you want any of our logo yes, on anything. Yes, it is. If you collect laptop stickers or... There's all stupid stuff mm-hmm. on there. Like, you want a jigsaw? You can have a jigsaw. It's Redbubble. There's anything you, you might want on there. But <laughs> just thought I'd drop that in. in that... Are there face masks with our logo on? Oh, yeah. There's face masks. So, oh, say, say... Rep... Have to get one you can rep Twilight without fully repping Twilight because our logo is obviously the mm-hmm. pomegranate in the hands but with headphones on. So confuse confuse yeah. your schoolmates <laughs> and etc. Walk down the everyone. street. Be safe. Wear a mask. Oh, we're gonna create our own. We're gonna create our own Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, like in like yeah. What are you talking about? Midnight Sun does have the hands in the in the poster and the headphones. <laughs> does have the hands in the poster. The. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So oh. there's all sorts of fun stuff on there. Um, so anyway, back to Midnight Sun. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, if your romantic protagonist is doing anything that could be similar to something a serial killer would do uh you you done made a mistake there mm-hmm. pal like anxiety um, spiral one thing greasing window climbing uh, in not not good it, it, that bit honestly it knocked me sick like i was just like ugh, give me the creeps I know. and then you just watch yourself and that's it yeah and that's it that's it's a real chapter. short chapter guys it's 20 pages like dead on 20 yeah because um, it's a chunky yeah. book and like most of the chapters are 40 mm. pages of nothing happening but this one's a whole 20 should we end on like a mm. good note should we end on the Cullen family hobbies because I enjoyed that we talked yeah. a little bit about chess Let's. but uh, Alice is in there doing yeah. fashion design for Rosalie's wardrobe it's very cute oh so cute so cute she has a full fashion design thing and like I'm jealous first of all because that's that's the dream mm-hmm. is to have a multi-screened computer that I can just do fashion design on. I know. Would love that. I picture um, Rosalie having the full me. like clueless closet app. Um, oh, for sure. All of Alice, like, a thousand percent. Both Alice and her have that, so their outfits can complement each other. So cute. But also, that, so they can dress. Love like, that. Different. Oh my I god. Love that. <laughs> I want to. Someone make an so edit much. of Rosalie and clueless, please, because I'm obsessed. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, as if. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, she would so she say would that. Kill oh it, God, yeah. <laughs> she would kill it, yeah. She would kill it in Clueless. <laughs> and, you know, it fits because Emmett, they pretend he's her brother. Oh, God. <laughs> she falls in love with her stepbrother in that film. Rosalie <laughs> definitely, like, one of Rosalie's favourite films is definitely Clueless. Like, she's the hot blonde oh, that's mean and is like, that? as if. And Emmett's there being yeah. her stepbrother that she's in love with. Mm. Her hot, Paul red stepbrother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Rosalie's other favourite film is? Mm. Jennifer's body. Oh, for sure. She loves it. She's a the blueprint. She wrote the screenplay and just sent it in anonymously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, if you don't get Begum Fox to play Jennifer, I'll kill you. <laughs> we love. Um, yeah, so then obviously um, Emmett and Jasper are playing their chess. Uh, 4D cute. chess, we love. Yes, 4D chess. And Esme is doing um, interior design. She's designing like, like houses and stuff, right? Full architecture. She's designing houses. I love that. And Edward's I'm like, so yeah, we Edward. might move to one. And I'm like, I knew that you guys kind of designed houses and stuff, but I wasn't thinking like, I'm going to design the next home we move into and we yes. will build it from scratch. That won't attract any attention. <laughs> oh, I kind of love that though. Me I mean, too. they're really pumping a lot of money into the local economy every time they move mm, somewhere, right? Yeah. I hope that like, like I was thinking as well, like, because they don't mention Carlisle. Like, surely he's at work. Like, how good would it be if you had this guy mm. in work that you could swap shift with and he does not mind just taking a night shift? Like, how iconic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I find that, I think Carlisle probably does work a lot of nights. I think that is actually um, one of the reasons why they say that his skin is so good is because he works nights <laughs> a lot. I think that's... Which, I, I, I don't know if I've just imagined that, but I think that might be mentioned at some point. And if it is, that's truly wonderful. I love that. Um, and then we have a very nice soft moment between Esme and Edward because she's so happy that he's playing again. Although she does kind of tell him that he's her favourite child, which I'm not yeah, I mean, happy about. Yeah, it's kind of clear though. <laughs> we kind of knew yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, you're the brightest and best of all of us. And I was like... That's really weird. You have, and everyone's like, "Oh, every mother thought that of her son." And I'm like, "But she has three sons." Like, damn. <laughs> I know. I also so I rude. find the relationships weird. Like, I get that yeah. Carlisle is a father figure to Edward. Esme's younger than Edward, right? No. No, I thought she was. Oh wait, no, she's not. I thought no. in like living Esme. years, so she was like, she was born after, so she's younger. No? Yeah, like she so, was just frozen. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in vampire years, she is younger, but obviously yeah. in human years, she's older. So she's twenty six, and Edward's seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. I just find the the mum stuff a bit weird because I'm like, okay, you guys are pretending yeah. to be a family, and you are like a a found family, like, but you're yeah. pretending to be like a parental structure family for yes. the external stuff. When she's like certain, he's like, mum, you're making me blush. I'm like, this is weird vibe. Yeah, like, the whole that. time you just call her like. Every other time he's been like, Esme this, Esme that, and he's like, Mum. Yeah. Like, and then in like two paragraphs later, he's talking about his like actual mum. I don't know. It made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't love it. I mean, like, okay, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I would feel protective of a 17 year old if a 17 year old calls me mum. Yeah, but not mum. I'm motherly. calling the police. Yeah, no. Like, I'm calling the police. Yeah. I am like, and Carlisle they go into like cool older sibling territory or fun cousin territory definitely yeah and like, like Carlisle with Edward parents. is a bit of a different vibe like he was a yeah. sort of father big to him and he is a bit older than him yeah but like still like yeah. you can be like the head of the household and like the head of the coven which they are 
but like the parental yeah. stuff, I think it's just kind of weird. Like I just, I don't, I don't like see it. why you'd fall into that role with this like a hundred. Yeah, especially. Yeah, especially if like Esme, her brain is frozen at twenty six. Like I'm not being funny, but like no twenty six year old looks at seventeen year olds and is like, ah, oh, my child. Like, I know. Yes, I was. I, I was um, nine when I had you. Um, anyway, back to Midnight Sun. Do we have anything else to talk sun. about? Nothing happens. <laughs> yes, we do. We mm-hmm. do have something to talk about. We have our very first listener question. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We do. So, okay. So, if you want to contact the pod, you can email us at midnightfunpod at gmail.com. Yep, that's the one. Or you can DM us on Instagram or DM us on TikTok at midnightfunpod. That's right. Our first question, our first ever listener question, comes from Hattie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hattie. Hi, Hattie. And she says, can you please talk some more about Emmett's bag of eggs? Oh, my God. What is the logistics behind them? Are they hard-boiled? Are they raw? How often does he replace them? What is going on? Oh, my God. Well, you'd think that they'd be hard-boiled, but I love the idea yes. of Emmett just carrying a bag of raw eggs around and being <laughs> like, this is fine. <laughs> Can you imagine someone being like, ugh, Colin, you're so weird, carrying around your bag of eggs, you don't even eat them, and Emmett staring into Mike Newton's eyes as he eats a raw egg. <laughs> he just eats it full shell on, crunch, crunch. Like, full, yeah, yeah, shell on, just crunch, and then it just, like, drips out of his mouth, oh, and he's God. just like, you were saying. Emmett and his bag of eggs is the best thing to come out of the Twilight films. Like, I still love yes, the films, really that is, is the best thing. Like, hmm, what My can we personal... give this boy for lunch? He is trying mm. to be jock. Um... Egg bag. Yeah. Bag of eggs. Um, my personal headcanon is that they were basically like, Emmett is supposed to be like super duper buff, like inhumanly buff. Mm-hmm. And instead of like, I don't know, making people slightly concerned that he's on hormones or whatever, or like, what are they called? Steroids. steroids? Yeah, steroids. He's on like steroids or whatever. Um, they're just like, no, he just bulk eats protein. So that's why he has a, his bag of eggs. If you if you guys haven't seen a bag of eggs just please google it because it's such a large bag of eggs yeah it's like, so weird it's large and they're all very bright white as well that's what american eggs are like they're what american eggs are bright white what they are are they bleached i don't know what it is american listeners that is most of you i've read our oh. analytics why are your eggs so white ours are brown why are your eggs so white yeah ours are like brown and speckled i mean like, I can't conceive of just bright white eggs. Do we think that Emmett goes for fair trade eggs? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope that they don't get eggs from caged hens. Mm-hmm. What's he like? I what like I want to know is what he does with them. Does he just deposit them round the school? Oh, shoot, yeah. Like, oh does he just take <gasps> home a bag of eggs every day? Like, have you seen those mum TikTokers that are just, like, sending an apple out for a yeah. journey with my kid? And then the kid will just bring back, like, their lunchbox with that apple intact in it. And they're like... The Apple's Daily Journey. That's him with his bag of eggs that are progressively getting more and more rotten. Okay, so I have... I just have the worst thought and I must share it with you. Mm -hmm. Picture this, right? It's the last day of school for Emmett. He's about to graduate fully. Everyone's like, ooh, big locker clear out. Emmett's like, haha, yeah. He opens his locker and then just a... Eggs fall out. <laughs> just a year's no no sorry four years worth of just eggs nice <laughs> falling onto the floor i like to imagine like you know like it smells horrible <laughs> you know like the ceilings in like new build high schools where they're like the squares and you push up the squares yeah. 
Like, if you push up the squares, you're, like, into the roof. I like to think he's just pushing up, because obviously he's tall. I like to think he's just pushing up and depositing an egg just every now and then around the school, and every day there's six different eggs. And one day, some poor maintenance man is, like, going to get hired to be like, yo, there's weird gas smells coming through the school. Is it carbon monoxide? Nope, just eggs. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, I hear you. I hear you, and that sounds amazing, and I will raise you one better. One day, they're sat in science, and the ceiling just falls through from the sheer amount of raccoons that are hiding in the Hell yeah. <laughs> and eating the eggs. It's raccoon and egg carnage. <laughs> they're just everywhere, like, everyone's screaming. One's, like, on Mike Newton's head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Hadi, for your egg question. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hads, for your egg question. Um, Anything you want to hear us talk about, midnightsandmelodic.gmail.com. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Give us some content, oh. because these chapters are not very busy. <laughs> yeah, we, we, are, we, we truly are not. We, we'd love for your questions, my dears. Um, <laughs> even if it's just a request that we say certain words, if you find our accents nice, we'll, we'll do that for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know. I think every other Twilight podcast I'd listen to is fully American, so that's our only niche. Yeah. There's some great other um, Twilight podcasts out there, but if you're listening yeah. to this, collab with us. It'll be cute. But, hey. yeah, they're all American, I think, so if you want some cute British yeah. guests, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> it also yeah. means that we get to be completely... It also means that we have, like, a, a level of bemusement with yes. American things. We do. <laughs> like the white eggs. What's that about? Please like get eggs. in contact with us. Why Tell us why your eggs are so white. Are you brushing your eggs? <laughs> yeah, please tell us why your eggs are white. And also, a follow-up question. <laughs> They're just can cleaning they the room. Can buy brown them. eggs? Well, can they actually buy brown eggs? Where's or, that fancy like, American shop? Trader Joe's? Can you get nice eggs at Trader, Trader Joe's? Joe's? Do they have brown eggs? They seem or like they Whole would. Foods? I don't know. Which, yeah, just all I know about stuff. American shops is from like the lesbian that works at your local Trader Joe's like that kind of vibe yes. and I feel like they'd have brown eggs I know it from um, those two girls from BuzzFeed eating all of the Trader Joe's snacks oh, I would love to watch those videos Yes. oh it's the best they don't out us as millennials live don't talk like about BuzzFeed you'll out us as millennials we're Zoomers I promise we're Gen Z <laughs> <laughs> we are I, I looked it up on the internet <laughs> I swear you're valid <laughs> this is canon <laughs> We're Canon Gen Z. Zoom is not real. It's just us. Canon Gen Z. I don't end my text with full stops, and that's how you know I'm not a millennial. True. <laughs> right. Should we get on? To, we've talked a lot about eggs and water and stuff that's not quite Twilight. So, should we get on to yeah. our peaks and pits of this chapter? Oh, I love that. Are we just going to call it that from now on? Because I love that. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. So, personal peak. Emmett fighting a bear. Yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. King. Hell yeah. Just, it's, it's cute. I love it. What was your peak? My peak was uh, the same as my quote. Alice being a little lesbian. I love her. She's just like, Bella, yes. the love of my life, who I will compose melodies for. And like, I don't think we knew that before, right? I love a bit of a Cullen insight. I love them doing yeah. their hobbies. And I love us I finding like... out that he she helped with mm. the special lullaby. It's very cute. Yes. I also like that it's implied that Alice has an insane vocal range because apparently she can go from like trilling to like deep like church singing i know i love it <laughs> which i mean queen what was your pit i assume it's the same as mine my pit um well my pit is 
the, the creepy serial killer thing that Edward did. Yeah, like, the grease windows are step too far. Like, yeah. it's all too far and it's all bad, but, like, that's so intentional yeah. that you can't... Oh, I just hate it. it. And it's extra information oh, for, like... Like, as far as I'm aware, we didn't know that he did that in Twilight, but he specifically mm. planned ahead and greased the windows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the planning ahead. It's the premeditation, man. It's, ugh. Creepy. Like, also, it's not like the vampires probably use WD-40 on, like, a daily basis, you know? Like, what if he just, like, went and bought it? Like, Mm -hmm. ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. Right, well, that's been Chapter 7, Melody. Join us next week for Chapter 8, Ghost. That. Spooky, spooky. Surely we're getting on to the, like, how long have you been 17 bit. Right? Oh god. Because she's been to La Push already. Oh, I'm just thinking how long we physically got for this story left. Oh my I know. god. Well we haven't even been to like Port Angeles yet. I think that's yeah. chapter nine. Um oh my and that's like where she's like, Hello, I know I know the vibes. I've been to the creepy vampire mm. shop. I'd love the creepy vampire shop. I wanna go yeah. there. Oh, but that's gonna be when Edward does his light stalking. Yeah. My forecast for this next chapter is um cloudy with a chance of ick. So yeah. Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Follow us at Midnight Fun Pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at midnightfunpod at gmail.com. Give us your comments, questions, anything you'd like to hear us talk about. And we have merch now at Midnight Fun Pod on Redbubble. Get something cool, let us know what you get. Bye! And goodbye! Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv are associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.